0: Welcome to Salt Lime Storytime, the podcast where we tell you stories with telling over drinks. I'm Jess Nani, joined today by my influential co-host, Ms. Allison Hillman.
1: Influential, thank you. You're so welcome. I
0: appreciate you so much. I mean, <laughs> I do
1: what I can. I am an influencer after all.
0: You are. You really are. You influenced me to drink the Vizzy that's in my hand right now. I did.
1: And it's, is it 5 o'clock yet? It is 5.03. So. It's amazing. You know, you know what I say? It's Always five o'clock, and you can always drink. Five o'clock somewhere is trademarked. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sorry. It's always five five o'clock, and you can do whatever the fuck you you want. Whatever you want. Time is fake. It's fine. And also, like, today's a special day. It is a special day. Alice and I are recording in person, and I actually, I will say, I feel like we're doing really well with the whole, like, being in person thing. Like, I don't want to, like, jinx it, but (laughs) all right. Now I've jinxed (laughs) it. Alice and won't look at me. (laughs) we are in person today because our dear friend johnny who's been on the podcast uh graduated from college today and we are um together celebrating him and this fantastic accomplishment anybody who graduates from higher education i mean anybody who graduates from school in general like it is such a hard thing to do (laughs) i think that I think that I'm ruining in and nice friendship by making her look at me. No, it's
1: fine. I, I
0: just shouldn't have thought about it. But you yeah, keep going. It's such a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just lovely to be celebrating, you know, accomplishment that's years in the making. And And our friend Johnny put himself through school. And like that is just such a feat to financially support yourself through school and then also like pay for it out of your own pocket. Like anyway, shout out to Johnny. We love you. Yeah. Yes,
1: shout out, and college is fucking hard, I don't know, it turns out it's really difficult, and I remember when I graduated, I was just like, what do I do now? Yeah. The last, like, four years of stress has all come to a head, and now I have a piece of paper that tells me I can do something, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, you feel so relieved, but just so horrified. Yeah. At the same time, so it's a great and terrifying feeling, and- I'm really proud of him and everybody else. Like, always got a little emotional. Yeah, like, everybody's
0: so excited. The vibes are always just so good. It's so fun. It's such a it's such an uh, accumulation of work. And there was um, a decent amount of non traditional students that graduated with Johnny uh, today. And I just, I just love watching. I just love watching old people get diplomas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing, I, honestly.
0: Watching her, I, that's when I got most teary, was
1: watching that, like, 50- or
0: 60-year-old yeah. woman. We didn't cry when Johnny walked across the stage, no, but when the the stranger that was 50 years old walked across the stage, were like, oh, we man. were hashtag emotional. There is
1: something about... I mean, I, when I was in college, every time I had a class with, like, a mom or somebody who was like, mm-hmm. yeah, my eight kids are all grown and gone, so I'm taking college classes now. I adored them. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's never too late. And no. I... They also just bring like a very refreshing perspective to class. Like they're actually,
0: yeah, they're actually adults.
1: Like they've actually done shit. Anyway. They have fully
0: developed prefrontal cortexes. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. <sighs> anyway, well, Allison and I were prior to recording. This is a three-two-one shots. But Alice and I, prior to recording, were talking about the effects of social media on my middle school sister and. did she listen no she better not (laughs) lily if you are listening this show is inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) i won't tell mom but like (laughs) anyway so we were kind of like we were going to do traditional 321 shots and then i was like what if we got these good vibes going and we're gonna talk about social media today but in the spirit of a 321 shots Allison, yes. What are you shooting today? I'm shooting a big ass
1: gulp of Vizzy Hard Seltzer because it's barely five o'clock and we have a dinner to go to. We do. Tonight. We have
0: a dinner to go to tonight. We have a we have a long road ahead of us. So I'm also going to take a healthy gulp of a busy... And we're going to get into this. I'm going to do my very best to edit out
1: these burps because they are coming. And it's harder when we're in the same room because I can't just mute one person's. Anyway, we'll see what how it goes. I'm mostly the one that I'm worried about. All right. Ready? All right.
0: Three, two, one, shot. Okay. Social media. Allison, opening question for you. Mm. When did you first get a social media profile and with, which type of social media was it?
1: Facebook? I think... Think in two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve. It was right at the end of MySpace because my brother had a MySpace and I wanted to get a MySpace. Kyle had a MySpace. Yeah, he did. I even remember what his song was on his profile. What was it? I can't remember. God damn, I can't remember what it's called. But it's like a. It kind of slaps. It's an instrumental song. Oh, I remember. Here, wait.
0: Let me. (laughs) No more than fifteen seconds for copyright law. (laughs) (laughs) It's um the song by
1: rat-a-tat. called 17 Years. I think this is the one.
0: Live radio done right. No ads. No subscription fees. Totally free. (laughs) Brought to you by Spotify. I've been rapping for about 17
1: years, okay? I don't write my stuff
0: anymore. I just kick it from my head. You know what I'm saying? I can do that. No disrespect. But that's how I am. a slap oh i just like gave myself a flash.
1: <laughs> so that was um at least that was one of them that was one of my brother's uh myspace okay. songs when he opened it and i remember he would talk to all these girls naturally and he had a shirtless photo of course he did yeah Kyle, you fucking dog. i wonder if he still has it i should ask him let me ask him
0: Anyway, did you ever have a MySpace? No, I never had a MySpace. I did get a Facebook my eighth grade year of middle school. Maybe seventh grade, honestly. Um, whatever year I turned 13. Because my parents were like, terms and conditions say you can't have it till you're 13. <laughs> and, okay, this is so disgusting. I can't believe I'm about to tell you this. But the way I got a Facebook. This is mortifying. Please. I had this period for like three weeks in... It was probably longer than that, but in my head, it felt like three weeks in my seventh grade of middle school where I, like, just really hated brushing my teeth. Oh. Um. I know. Okay. Anyway, my parents told me that if I brush my teeth twice a day for a month straight, I could have Facebook, and that is what got me back into brushing my teeth, and it's so funny to think about now because I'm, like, obsessive about brushing my teeth, Mm -hmm. and so it's, like, funny to think that that was, like a chore for me at that point but you know in middle school everybody goes through some form of hygiene issue and mine just happened to be my teeth for a couple of weeks okay I'm not proud of it but I did get a Facebook at the end of it but my parents wouldn't let me have any Facebook games um I'm not really sure why Probably because I didn't want me talking to, like, adult men on the internet on accident. Or, like, purchasing. Or purchasing things, etc. So you never had FarmVille? No, I never had FarmVille. Me neither. I actually didn't do any Facebook games. So, but yes, I did get a Facebook. I have spent the last four years purging it um, using Facebook Memories feature.
1: Yes, me (laughs) me too. I will see things and I'm like, I could get canceled for this. (laughs) And anyway, it's really awful. I was just actually thinking about this today. Like, should I just fully delete it? Yeah. There are some fun memories
0: on there and it does kind of, it's like a free place to store some photos and stuff. Yeah. So it's like. About a year and a half ago, I pulled all my photos off of it. Like I downloaded them to a hard drive. So I have all my pictures on it, but it's also like where my parents are primarily on social media. So I have it hooked up. So all my Instagram pictures and stories go to Facebook so my mom can see them. And you can't do that if you delete your Facebook. It's true. Yeah.
1: I uh, I mostly have it because it tells me when people die. Yeah. And birthdays. Birthdays and when they're like notices of like, I am devastated to announce the passing. And so I always like, look for those. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't look for them. They find me. But so. Yeah. And
0: also Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. That's how I found my last couple of rental properties. Sure. But okay. So you had Facebook. When do you remember getting Instagram? high school for sure yeah uh sophomore year okay that feels about the same to me what was that 2013 yeah that would have been 2012 2013 because i couldn't get it until i got an ipod touch shut up yeah i still have that ipod touch nice. it has the old instagram on it i like ugh, downloaded or i opened it the other day and i was like wow can't believe this thing's still kicking
1: yeah i mean those were actually like built to last did you ever play club penguin oh of course i played club penguin it was great. I, I was so mad. My Because you had to
0: pay for it, right? Uh, you didn't have... There was a free version and there was a paid version. And the paid version was just significantly more fun. But I never had the paid version. And I played pretty regularly. Okay. Well, I... I
1: remember I definitely played club paying when it was a huge thing, but I yeah. also never had the paid version because, like, my parents wouldn't pay. I think it was, like, $2. Yeah.
0: No. Like,
1: no. And I was like, how actually dare you? That's the worst thing you could do to me.
0: This um, is neglect. It. Yes. <laughs> but, okay. So you had Instagram in high school. I I think I got Snapchat around the same time. I wasn't supposed to have Snapchat, but I did. Um, I feel like I didn't start understanding the concept of, like... Instagram influencers mm-hmm. until maybe my senior year in high school. Would you say the same? I'm like trying to think about when I started following like lifestyle influencers. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I I would say
1: about the same. I feel like 2015 is really when it began to go in that direction. It became yeah. about, it became more about like how many likes you could get. Yeah. And the whole thing, it just makes me wonder. Like, okay, this is kind of what sort of conversation is how Jess's little sister grew up in the age of social media. We we grew up on the cusp of it. So I still had a, as what I would consider a normal childhood. Yes. Of, like, climbing my neighbor's trees and them hating me for it, stealing apples Uh and riding bikes and committing mild trespassing. (laughs) You know, like, all that kind of stuff. And getting stuck in rivers, like. Naturally. And. Okay, you know what really gets me? And I mean, there's like, this is a joke that has been prevalent, especially on TikTok the last few, like the last little bit, but it's just like 13-year-olds today and then 13-year-olds when I was 13 and they're like green mascara dancing to Kesha and it's like the most unnatural, awkward thing, whereas like 13-year-olds today I'll look like miniature supermodels and it's Mm -hmm. really
0: scary. Yeah, and particularly, I will say, Particularly, this is prevalent in Utah. Really? Because, so, I went to, I went, I've traveled a lot in the last month uh, to a couple of different places. And I didn't quite realize how warped my concept of what women looked like was until I left the state for a little bit. Hmm. Because like I live in I live in the metropolitan area of Salt Lake City and as many people like to make fun of across the nation, Utah has like the highest amount of body modification, like like plastic surgeons, and uh we also like do a lot of extensions and things like that. Like I don't and I don't think that there's I am a firm believer like your body, your choice, do what you would like. And I have definitely participated in some, you know, beautification procedures myself, but I do think that there is, like, a warped concept of what, what, like, beautiful women are supposed to look like in Utah because – and I think that because there is this prevalence, a lot of, you know, teen girls who live in these places will also participate in that. So, like, you know, being 13 and having, you know, $2,000 worth of extensions in your hair and, like – you know, it's it's the same thing as as the people, the moms in our generation, you know, talking about body image. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's just another version of that. And so after leaving the state for a little bit and like being around people that have like predominantly less work done to call a spade a spade, it was really interesting because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, when I'm in Utah, I feel like I made this joke to Brendan. I was like, when I'm in Utah, I feel like I'm a Utah six, like <laughs> sometimes a five. Some days of four, but, like, I don't feel like when I am in, like, a bar, for example, in Utah, I am not getting looked at very much, which is fine. I am, like, a-okay with that. But when I was, like, in Denver this last week, I was like, oh, I'm getting checked out a lot here. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just really interesting because, like, a lot of, like, it felt like a lot more of the women that I was around, like looked like normal people like we were all just like normal human beings like not everybody had like these massive extensions and whatever and i think that's because like utah is very much a social media state right and so it was really interesting because like my perception of like what i looked like was so different while i was in denver and I was only there for three days. Like, it's so weird. Isn't that crazy? How that like it works? is crazy because Utah's associated with like the conservative, like Chevron, like
1: mm-hmm. you know, like t-shirts under tank tops. But like, I'm curious. The Mormon Church obviously has a huge influence on that. But do you think it's because women are getting married so young and their whole purpose is to find a man and look pretty,
0: or it's, it's a like perfectionism thing? It's absolutely. I spent a lot of time talking about this with my friends that are ex LDS. There when you are a woman in the LDS church, and I think you can say this for like really any Christian denomination um, or like religious denomination as a woman, there's this expectation of like perfection where like you are there to be a godly mother and like to um, honor your husband and all of these things. And I think that like one of the ways that you that I think some people deal with that perfectionism And like that need to feel perfect is they have to keep themselves as perfect looking as possible, Mm -hmm. partly, you know, because they are they got married young and they want to keep their husbands. But (laughs) also like and and I think this is like it's a cultural wide thing, like I getting ready to get married, like when I first got engaged, there were all of these things where I was like, I wanted to get my chin done.
1: I wanted to get
0: my teeth done. I like priced out extensions like all of these things because then I had this thought of like oh I'm going to take all of these pictures on my literally and this is how fucked up it is. I was like I'm going to have a bunch of pictures taken me on my wedding day and I don't want my double chin in any of these pictures because I'm going to hate them and these are pictures of like the biggest day of my life. And then I had to, like, do a bunch of reframing of, like, okay, that is not good. Like, you're, my, my wedding day is, like, for me and Brendan to celebrate with our loved ones that, like, we are getting married, not for me to have good Instagram content. And yeah, that's, like, such a fucked up mentality. I was watching this TikTok the other day talking about, like, weddings for content versus, like, weddings for experiences. Because, like, obviously I'm on wedding TikTok because the internet knows who I am but this this wedding planner was talking about how in the last like two years and particularly with COVID weddings have stopped becoming something you blog about and something that you just do because Mm -hmm. like you would you were only having like 50 people at your wedding and like it was really small and intimate and I think that's something that's like been a really big shift particularly in the last like three or four months for me of like I wanted to make sure my wedding looked good and then I had this realization of like my wedding's going to be beautiful no matter what because Brendan and I's love is beautiful. Yeah. And but like that is the brain rot that social media has like given me is like I have to make sure that my wedding looks good on Instagram.
1: Yeah, and that's what they want to do. It's so messed up. Mm-hmm. It's like it's become so I don't even know what the right word is. Like commercialized. Like it's yes. not about the experience of the mom. I think that's always partially why I have like I mean, my parents did not have a grand wedding by any means. Like, I think that they literally got married in the courthouse. Like, yeah. that's, like, where the wedding photos are. Like, it wasn't about the wedding. And it wasn't a huge thing. And same, you know, with most people I know that are, like, older. Like, it was never a huge deal. And so my idea of a wedding is, like, small party in, like, a remote, beautiful garden somewhere mm-hmm. in, like, the spring or something. Yeah. It's not anything that I would – like, I obviously want a photographer there, but I, I yeah. don't
0: care. Yes, that's, and I think that's the thing is it's, like, the the concept that you as a person can be a brand is so fascinating. Hmm. That did not exist before social media, like, unless you were a public speaker. Like, I consciously remember the first time that I, like, went to go post on Instagram and I was, like, will this look good in my feed? And, like, I wish that I could go back and, like, slap my little head, like... No, 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 just post for fun. And I, in the last couple of years, I've completely purged my Instagram. Like I've forced about five or six hundred people to unfollow me and I've locked my Instagram down and I've unfollowed hundreds upon hundreds of people. And even still, like there's still that raw of like, okay, is this presenting what I want this to present? you know like it's so fucked like you don't have to
1: worry about the amount of likes honestly instagram's new feature of like you can hide the amount of likes on a post Mm -hmm. is i honest to god this sounds stupid but it's like revolutionary yes because it's like and i i hate to say it myself where i felt like a sense of relief where it's like now
0: i can post things that i like that i just want to post yes exactly and it's it's so nice yes because I don't think, I, I, and this is the thing that sucks, and, and you know, maybe this is a, an interesting pivot in our conversation, but I can't bring myself to delete social media. Hmm. I've deleted Twitter. Twitter is off my phone. I don't have Twitter anymore. And I have, like, pretty strict time limits set on my social media apps, but, like, I cannot bring myself to delete Instagram off my phone. Yeah. I
1: feel like I'm missing out. I mean, it's a great way to stay informed. Yes. Like there's a lot more to like I don't think you have to feel guilty. But I mean, anything within reason. I there are apps or ways that like notify you like you can like spend 15 minutes and then it kicks you off. Yeah.
0: Yes, so I have that set up for a lot of a lot of my social media apps. Like I have I have that set across the board, but it's like I I have a friend who ha- only has social media on their iPad. And they don't have it on their phone. It's just on their iPad. The only social media that they have on their phone is Be Real. And they, but they, when they get on Instagram, it's like they binge. They get to the point where they can't scroll anymore. Like, I don't know, have you ever made it to the bottom of Instagram? No, it's impossible. I have never made it to the bottom of Instagram. This person makes it to the bottom of Instagram. Wait, no, but that's actually impossible. You, there's a point where it says no more posts, posts to show. It takes like two hours. Can you refresh it? I think that. If you follow hashtags, it's a lot harder to get to the bottom of it. But, like, if you are just following people, you can get to the bottom of Instagram. Isn't that crazy? I don't like... Well, I mean, well, that's nice,
1: but also, like, the concept is horrifying. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, shoot.
1: Oh, and one thing I noticed, even... Actually, even this morning, I had a weird just... Random dream about swimming. I was swimming in a pool, and then there was just like somebody from Instagram and also swimming in the pool. It was super weird. Yeah. And then I woke up this morning and was like, oh. And so I went to go and like just look up their page specifically. It's like a influencer of some sort from TikTok. And I went to like look up her page specifically. And I, forty-five minutes later, I still hadn't looked it up because I was distracted. And I was looking at other things. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like you can't just go on a- on Instagram for one thing. Like it should have no. taken me two minutes. Yeah. But it took me, like, 45 minutes to even remember, like, yes. why am I even on here? Yes. Like, it's, it's genuinely
0: scary. I don't yeah. know. Well, and TikTok's also really interesting in that way because, like, you cannot get to the bottom of TikTok. But I've realized that TikTok, for me, is watching TV. Like, the time that I used to spend watching television, like, if I would get home from work and I'd turn on a show for an hour or an hour and a half or whatever, I am spending that time on TikTok now. And, like, not watching TV in the way that I used to watch TV. So it's really interesting how, like, these different technologies kind of take over or, like, commodify these niches of desire for entertainment. And TikTok for me is so – I have such a love-hate relationship with it. And the same thing of, like, I feel like I have learned so much from TikTok. I feel like I'm a much more informed person. Mm -hmm. I, like, feel like I stay up to date on what's happening in world news and, like, all of these things. But then I'm also spending a lot of time on it, even with my time constraints, you know, like this morning I, I had the day off, but I didn't need to leave to Logan until, um you know, several hours after I got up and I just sat and watched TikTok for like an hour and a half this morning because I didn't have anything better to do. Yeah. It's
1: like, what could I do in that time where I'm just sitting on social media? I think about that all the time. Yeah. I have it's... a book that I'm reading that I would have loved to finish this morning. Yes. And I feel like reading a book is just so much better for your brain. And that's, like, I've started trying to read again, and so, like, I've, the last, like,
0: you know, week I've, like, read before bed, and it's, like, yeah, so nice. Yes. Yes. And that's, I think that's the thing that's, like, so hard about social media is, like, it is such a double-edged sword of I can stay involved in, like, my friend's lives. Like, my my friend, I have a friend that lives in Portland right now, and, you know, she and I... We are not texters. We are not friends. We have never in like all of our years of being friendship or of being friends. Like we are not people who text each other casually unless we're planning like a phone call or like an activity or like I saw this thing and thought of you. Like it's very intentional texting. And you know me. I am not a huge texter. I don't love texting just like to shoot the breeze or whatever. But the main way that I keep up in what's happening in her life is I follow her on Finsta. And if I didn't follow her on Finsta, I would not know, or, like, on Instagram, um, on her Finsta, I would know nothing that's happening in her life except for a phone call that we have once every two months. And, like, whereas right now, I feel like I know what's going on in her life. And I, you know, maybe not as as much detail as, like, I could. But, like, I think that's just, it's, this is the double-edged sword of, like, I am so glad I have Instagram because my friend that lives hundreds of miles away from me, I still feel connected to, even though we don't talk all that often. You know what I mean? And, like, the same thing, like, when you and I would play Animal Crossing when you lived in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And, like, me spending hours upon hours playing Animal Crossing, maybe not the healthiest thing, but also, like, those are some of my favorite memories of when you live far away. It was seriously one of the best. I looked forward to it. It was so fun because it felt like I was actually with you like we'd run around
1: like I would run circles around you and then we'd go and like wish on shooting stars like it was so fun I'd be like oh my gosh I love what you've done with your garden like it was absolutely and like wow like I hate this like creepy islander and you'd be like oh my god I I know like I don't know it was just
0: I don't know it really genuinely felt like I was actually hanging out with you and there's these things too like I don't know it sounds like you have you know kind of a similar thing but like I have a couple of like people that I follow on social media that I don't know in real life that I have found through TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Um, Particularly I follow this account called rad reads. And this is a woman named Rachel who she lives in West Virginia. I will never meet her in my life, but I subscribe to her newsletter where she like writes about what she's reading. She writes about, she's similar. She's a similar age to me. And like, I feel like she is like, almost a friend to me I love reading what she has to write I love reading her book reviews I follow her on everything like I pay five dollars a month for her emails like I and if I ever meet her I'm going to be like I love your content and without this and like it's a thing that like without this internet conglomerate of social media I would never know that she existed and I, like, love her stuff. Yeah. I look forward to when she posts on Goodreads. It's like, so interesting. It's so funny. And then, um, like, for on the other side of it, too, like, all of the drag content I consume. Like, one of the biggest ways that drag queens are making money right now, even in the pandemic, was through social media. You know what I mean? Like so Oh, yeah. oh and, my like, gosh. It's a safe space for, like, marginalized groups to gather virtually when they can't gather in the places that they're at. Like, so it's just... Uh, No, it's so there's so much good to it and there's so much Mm -hmm. bad. Mm
1: -hmm. And honestly, another thing we haven't quite talked about yet is podcasting. Yeah. Like, would you consider podcasting a form of social media?
0: Mm.
1: (sighs) Because it's a form of content.
0: It is a form of content creation, but in the same way that I wouldn't consider YouTube social media. Like, you can't really
1: interact as much.
0: Yeah. I think, well, see, and I, I hesitate to say YouTube's not social media because you do get likes and dislikes on it. YouTube and podcasting, it's different to me for some reason, but particularly podcasting is different. I don't think you can compare podcasting to YouTube in the same way, but like for me, podcasting is like the radio, but before social media, before the internet, how are you an influencer? You had a radio show or you had a TV show or whatever, like people like Ina Garten yeah, or like Martha Stewart, Martha Stewart, the OG influencer. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like that
1: was the only way to do it. And so like- Podcasting is just like uh, everybody having their own radio show. Yes. And it's, but you have to seek it out. But it's also interesting, like what it's done to our friendship in the sense that we talk so much more because we have like scheduled dates every week. Yeah. And it's so nice and it's so much fun. And, you know, I, other people it's also crazy because like i'll run into people and they're like oh my gosh like i listen to your podcast and they'll bring yes. up something like that's going on that i talked about and it's like i haven't talked to you in like six years yes. and you know all of the shit that's going on in my life because you listen like it's so yes. fun and
0: interesting and and weird and yeah well it was so interesting today when we were at one of your jobs I met two of your coworkers and you were like, oh, this is who I do the podcast with.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it was just like so interesting because that immediately gives them a grounding of like, oh, like if they've listened to your podcast, and I don't know if those two people listen to the podcast. They, they listen like, to at least one episode. If each. they listen to, you know, these people that are casual acquaintances. Like I have a couple of coworkers that listen to our podcast that like I don't hang out with outside of work. And like, they know these like weird intimate details about you. So if I were to bring you to my office and say, this is Allison, this is who I do the podcast with, they would instantly know a bunch about you that like, yeah, it's so bizarre. Or like, it's like this intimate thing that like, we're just putting out into the world. And people are consuming and having thoughts about and like unless we like run into them, we have no clue. Yeah,
1: unless you comment, please also please comment, and message us on Instagram. <laughs> we love to interact and talk with you guys. But yeah, at the end of the day, like we are sitting in my basement just shooting the shit right now and just yeah. recording it. And I know that's mostly how three-to-one shots go, but I know our big episodes are more structured, but it's like we just do it because we love it and it's, it's so fun. much fun.
0: And I the thing for me too is that's also like really fun about it is You are so good at it. (laughs) Like, it's so fun to, like, watch you do this thing that, like, you are so good at. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Like, your story research is so good. The way – you guys have no clue how good Allison is at editing this podcast. It's, like, kind of insane. Um, I I will
1: to my own horn. I – I do God's work when it comes yeah. to editing, like, <laughs> and I just do it on GarageBand, but I mean, you can't, again, you can't tell, but if you listen to the unedited version versus what you what you hear, like, I cut out, like, like 20 minutes of bullshit, and yeah. it's not just, like, random conversations, it's, like, likes, yeah. ums, repeats, anyway, I'm just, like, bragging about myself now, but it's, like, something I didn't realize how much I loved editing, I didn't know how much I loved actually editing things and making it smoother, yes, and cutting out,
0: and I don't it, know. It's also fascinating because I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listened to three podcasts on my way here, and one of them I listened to one of the biggest like podcasts on Spotify, and I was listening to it while we were, I was driving into the valley, and I noticed an editing error, mm-hmm. and like I previous to us doing this podcast would have never caught it, but I like can catch now where people are cutting audio, even yes. TV shows. It's Bonkers, anyway. yeah. No, it's because you gotta. It's harder in TV show because there's a picture lined up. But
1: with that, like you, I will oftentimes cut something that we said twenty minutes ago and then overlap it over something else so that it sounds like a natural, like a like a laugh or like a breath. Yeah. So you can't hear the cut because there's like oh a natural gosh. noise, like a laugh or like a, you know, somebody saying like anyway. I will, like, I actually have a folder on my computer of, like, transition, like, phrases and noises that I will, like, splice in.
0: Allison, you need to do this professionally. Thank you. I literally, I have, in the last, like, month and a half, I have been meaning to set up a job uh, paying for myself of podcasting jobs because you are so fucking good at it. Thank you. And you could, like, just hang out wherever you wanted in the world and just edit audio anyway.
1: I don't think I'm like good at a lot of things like I don't think I'm like exceptionally good but I do this is one thing that I know I'm really good at and yes. I have always adored storytelling and like I I've told Jess this a million times if I could do this podcast as a career I yeah. would be so happy because yeah. I look forward to it every week I'm not joking this podcast this is podcast is why I survived Oregon yeah like I honestly like I would just spend hours just researching and editing and just mm-hmm. looking forward to it like mm-hmm. it's been just a lifesaver and yeah. it's just so much fun to do Anyway, I just feel like I'm tooting my own horn, but I just, no, I really it. do, like, enjoy it. And I've taken an enormous step out from social media the last few years. Like, yeah. I very rarely post. I never use Snapchat. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I posted a Snapchat story. And I only post Snapchat
0: stories when I'm drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Last time I did a Snapchat story, I was drunk, snow- shoveling
0: snow, mm-hmm. and I was just, like, like, so giddy. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I think that at some point in the next couple of years, I will likely blow my social media up. In some capacity, I just haven't decided what my line is yet. Because like you said, it's a really great way to keep in touch with people. But at the same time, us as humans aren't meant to know as many people as we know now that we have the internet. You know what I mean? Hmm. Never thought about that. Like, we used to live in these tiny villages, right? Or, like, towns or whatever. And you knew everybody's name. But if somebody moved away, maybe you'd send them a letter once in a while. But, like, you would not see them again. You would not know what's going on in their lives. They just, like... They would leave, and that was okay.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, where
0: now it's like, I have a mental list in my head who from high school has gotten divorced, and I have not talked to any of these people in a decade.
1: I would love to hear this list when we're not recording.
0: Yeah. I know who's gotten divorced. I know who's, like, had trauma happen because they've posted about it on Instagram. You know what I mean? But on the flip side of it, like, my wedding coordinator, who is our friend Hannah, Like, I would not have known that she did wedding stuff without Instagram. And I would not have been able to hire her for my wedding without Instagram, you know? Part of me loves being able to keep in touch with people. Like, Mm -hmm. I follow
1: people on Instagram that I met, like, overseas, for like a night. Like I follow on Instagram yeah. these two guys from Romania that I met in a hostel and yeah. we just stayed up all night talking and drinking wine and yes. I learned so much about them. We just follow, we talked for one night and never spoke again. We just follow each other on Instagram. Yes.
0: I have some of that from people that I met in a bathroom line in Ohio and I am just rooting for them across, across the, the country. That's the thing is I'm just
1: like, hell yeah, you're engaged. She's so pretty, you know, mm-hmm. like it was a lot of fun. But I just sometimes I think about them, like, I hope they're doing well. And it's, but like, I, that's part of the reasons why I love social media. So, like, while you're correct, it's, it's also one of the things that makes it cool, but it can be over, it can be too much and it can be overstimulating. Too much
0: of a good thing is always going to be too much of a good thing. Yes. (sighs) Well, anyway, I feel like we have run the gamut of what am I trying to say? This is why I can't drink anymore. It's a single busy.
1: Five percent.
0: I need you to wrap this up. All right <laughs> I guys, need you to do. This. Thank you so much
1: for listening. I hope you enjoyed our extremely off topic yet, mostly just us shooting the shit about social media and podcasting. and we would love to hear your thoughts on it and I would particularly like to hear your thoughts on growing up before or after boom of social media yeah and the effect that's had on on society and like the younger generations and whatnot anyway thank you all so much for listening we'll be back next week with incredible inventions is that right yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about tech that we're glad exists there we go and i am very excited for this one so we will see you all next week and i think that's that's that on that right yep okay Bye. bye